This is not the time to get distracted. And this is not the time to go off course. This is not the time to lose your focus. Got a word to do for the Lord. The Believers Walking in the Way of Righteousness is now on the air. Our goal is to awaken you from the tradition and the errors of religion and bring you back to the simplicity of the gospel of Christ. If you have any questions or are in need of prayer, please stay tuned until the end of the broadcast. We will give you our website and our mailing address. So at this time, it gives me great pleasure to bring to you our minister, Brother James Ware. Another day by way of radio. I count it a blessing as well as a privilege to be able to come to you this day by way of radio. At this time, let us pray. Father, in the name of Jesus the Christ, I thank you. I praise you. I honor you for all that you're doing. I ask you to bless this broadcast that we speak that which you would have me to say. God, I ask you to allow me to decrease while you increase. And I thank you for that one, that one who feel like they tuned in by accident. Let them know it was your will, your plan for them to hear what thus says the Lord. I thank you. I praise you. I honor you in Jesus Christ's name I pray, amen and amen. Well, we thank God for you, you, and especially you. We thank God for this day, for this is the day that he has made, and I'm going to rejoice and be glad in it. We thank God for how that he's blessing us, in spite of what it looked like. The Lord is blessing and that's one thing I know. A lot of times we look <clears throat> at the circumstances right then instead of looking at what he has told us to do and what he has called us to do. So many people, so many of us, at times we get discouraged. Why? Because we're looking at ourselves and not at Christ. I thank God for him uh, making a way that I might see the, his will, his way in our life. Amen. I promise you, uh, we're living in the day now that they uh, they have made Christ be non-effect. And what you mean by non-effect, Brother Ware? We make Christ look like he is really just like us or just like the preachers. Uh, I mean, we have to look at him in the realness thereof. And what I mean by looking at him in the realness thereof, we have to know that he is God. He is our creator. He made you. He chose you. 
And the Bible says this, and I know we take it for granted. Uh, you wouldn't even been saved except he chose and called you. And that's the good part about it. You was chosen from the foundation of the world to serve him in spirit and in truth. Amen. But for some apparent reason, we have a problem with just obeying the simplicity of the gospel. And when we don't obey the simplicity of the gospel, here's what happens. We find ourselves saying things and doing things contrary to the will of God. It's not according to what Brother Webb say. It's not according to what you feel. It's according to what the Word of God said. I was uh, skimming earlier in the Bible, and uh, I was uh, looking at Acts 4, 19. And, but Peter and John answered and said unto them, Whether it be right in thy sight of God to hearken unto you more unto God, judge ye. You know, a lot of times, and, and the reason we're saying that, a lot of times we say we want to obey God. But the truth of the matter is when the circumstances get difficult, we don't want to obey God. We want to obey uh, people and what people think and what somebody thinks. Matter of fact, on over in the next verse, in the next chapter, chapter 5, uh, yeah, 529, and these same brethren, see, they had been persecuted, they had put them in prison, but the saints was praying for them, and the things was going forth so that they was able to still stand in spite of what you're going through with, in spite of what where you're at. If you run a slack on money, guess what? Don't worry about it. It's just a temporary thing. It's just like the sun and the rain. Uh, it's temporary. Don't worry about it. It's going to change. If you're sick in your body, don't worry about it. That's going to change. I can bear witness of that. Those things will change. I don't care how it looks, but according to you standing in the Word of God, you have to stand in the Word of God. Don't care how it looks. See, the devil throws things at you because he wants you to reel your faith, reel and rock. Peter now stood. Peter in, uh, what, 529 says, Then Peter and the other apostle answered and said, We ought to obey God rather than man. Guess what? If we could get that in our head, if we get that in our heart, the scriptures says it's better to obey God rather than man. So what are you saying, Brother Will? I'm saying this. So many of us went through the traditional, back when I was in Atlanta, I don't live there now, uh, but back when I was in, in Atlanta, they used to go every uh, Easter morning and clamber up the mountain and have church. They reserve it uh, like 
the day before or whenever, uh, I mean the year before, so that they can have sun rising service. Now, you say, well, what's wrong with that, Brother Well, Well, Christ did not rise, uh, sunrise. I mean, we got the Bible. So we should be able to look in the Bible and see what the Bible says and say, well, wait a minute, I'm not going to get up and no four or five o'clock in the morning except you was getting up to pray or something, and to go up a mountain, to call myself worshiping God because the sunrise and service. Now listen to me, listen to me. You can have service any time, any day, any morning, noon, or night. You can have service. I don't have a problem with that. What I have a problem with is when you put a name on it. When you put a name on it, then you're going against the Bible. Now, uh, matter of fact, uh, I didn't have this, but uh, in Matthew, and I'm not teaching on this, so so I'm not going to, uh, Matthew's the 28th chapter, okay? Listen to this. This is what, uh, this is one example. Uh, Matthew 28 says, and the end of the Sabbath, as it began to draw towards the first day of the week, came Mary Magdalene and the other Mary to see the sepulchre. In other words, it was coming to where the grave, and, and, and I'm not teaching on this. I'm just laying something out. Now, they was going to the sepulchre. They was going to the grave site. Matter of fact, on their way there, you can read in, in one portion of Scripture, they heard a great earthquake. Meaning the angels came down and rolled away the stone, and the soldiers was like dead men. I'm sure anybody been reading the Bible, they know what I'm speaking about. Now, let me ask you this. Now, if you know that it was coming and why it was drawing towards the first day of the week. Now, the first day of the week, I know here in the United States of America, we got a day start at midnight, just like we got a year start in uh, December, uh, January, I'm sorry. The year end in December, the year start in January. Now, by right, that's not where the time frame. By right, uh, the, the year start in the spring of the year. That's the beginning of life. And I can show you that on course, I'm not teaching on that as well. But it starts in the spring of the year. That's the beginning of the year. That's the first year of the Bible and the first year first uh, of the year according to the scripture. And if you want to see it, you can go back to Exodus, the 12th chapter, and uh, you'll begin to see it. I, yeah, I think, yeah, Exodus 12 chapter. Uh, I don't want to tell you wrong because you'll say, brother, where I said this? And uh, I'm not, I'm not going to read it. I'm just making sure. Yeah, it's Exodus 12 chapter. Uh, I'm positive now. Well, I'm positive now. Yeah, the first month and so on. 
and it was named Abia. Okay, I just wanted to make sure because I don't want nobody thinking I'm giving them bad information. Now, but let's go on. Now, the day starts in the evening at 6 o'clock. Matter of fact, now would be the uh, Friday. It would be the the uh, Friday, the sixth day of the week, because the dark comes before the light. Go back in Genesis, you read it, you get the understanding. It was said in the evening and the morning was the first day, and the evening and the morning was the second day, and the evening and the morning was the third day. Go on and on and on until you get seven days. Now, you say, but Brother Webb, what's the, what is the purpose? Well, the purpose, I'm not trying to get you to, as they say, cross every T and dot every I. What I'm trying to do is get you in the spirit of God because, see, the Bible teaches us that its word is true. And God is the spirit. And he that worship him must worship him in spirit and in truth. So... If I'm not telling you the truth, then I'm not telling you what the Word of God says. So I want to tell you what the Word of God says, enable because I don't want to mislead anyone. Now, if we know that the day comes in in the afternoon, nowhere in the Bible, nowhere that a day come at midnight, we do have midnight <clears throat> in the Bible. We do have that. Uh, but midnight is not the beginning of another day. So why would we rather go with man's words than to obey God's words? Now, if I'm trying to obey God, and, and the reason I say why would we do it, it's really because of this. The Bible tells us, and uh, I want to say Galatians. Galatians, yes. Listen at this. I'm sure you're familiar with it, but you can uh, grab hold to it and study it some more. It says this. Galatians, the uh, second chapter, in the eighth verse. You say, beware at least any man for you through philosophy and vain deceit, after the traditions of men, after the ruminant of the world, and not after Christ. For in him dwelled all the fullness of the Godhead body. Now, wait a minute. So what are you saying about that, Brother Will? Here's what I'm saying. They will have you, spoiling you, what you mean spoiling you? You ever spoil a baby? The baby come to you, uh, especially you that the grandparents, the, you, uh, the grandparents will tell the, oh, that's my baby. I'm going to give them this. The parents have to say, no, mom, mom, dad, nothing. Don't, don't do that because they tend to eat, and they will not eat because you keep spoiling them, giving them candy and giving them ice cream and on and on. You're giving them what they want. All the time, you can't get what you want. But then Jesus even said that 
you say is this, uh, since it just dropped in my mind, I'm sure you're familiar with this. Mark, uh, what is it, Mark 7 and 7. Okay? Uh, I didn't have it marked because I didn't plan on going there. Okay? Mark 7 and 7 says this. Uh, 7 and ask. Yeah, seven and seven says, How be it? In vain do they worship me. In vain. He says, People worship him. So how do they worship you in vain? Teaching the doctrines and the commandments of men. For laying aside the commandments of God, ye hold the traditions of men as a washing of pots and cups and many other such like things ye do. Then it goes on to say this. Again, this is not Brother Ware, your Bible saying it. And he said unto them, Full well ye have rejected the commandments of God that ye may keep your own tradition. Now, if God telling us something, and we are rejecting what God says so we can keep doing what we're doing? Something is wrong with that picture, beloved. Something is wrong with you not obeying God. Not that I'm trying to get you to follow Brother Webb. No, sir. No, ma'am. I'm not trying to get you to follow Brother Webb. I'm trying to get you just to see what the Word of God is saying. It is very, very important that we follow the Bible, not following Brother Pastor, not doing that. You know why? Because Brother Pastor can be wrong. Some of them doing it, uh, what I would call in ignorance. I just put it like that. Some of them really just don't know any better because they refuse to break away from uh what they was taught. So they go in and they form of godliness, you know, uh, denying the power. What power? The power to transform their life, the power to cause one to see God. You know, we we often talk about the woman um, uh, in St. John, the fourth chapter, okay? We often speak about her, but you know one thing that stood out when she said, uh, our fathers worship in the mountain. Now, right now, some of you are saying, oh, we need to go to church and worship God. You don't even feel like you're worshiping God, except you're in the church. It's nothing wrong with the church, believers. I'm not condemning the church, please. Hear me out. Don't think I'm condemning the church. But we got the wrong thing. Signs up saying we're going to worship uh, the Lord. We're going to have worship service. No, we need to have, have fellowship service. See, if we have fellowship service, then guess what? We are no longer uh, going to believe that we have to go to a building to worship God. 
The Bible says, let's, let's read what the Bible says. Uh, Jesus said unto the woman, we know that he went alive. He said, believe me, the hour come when ye shall neither in the mountain nor yet Jerusalem worship the Father. Now, you can finish reading this. I'm just going to drop down to the 24th verse because it, it's, this is the point. 24th verse says, For God is a spirit, and they that worship him must worship him in spirit and in truth. Guess what? If we're worshiping God in spirit and in truth, what is truth? His word. And we say God is a spirit, so we, therefore, that's how we worship him. Now, here's what happened. A lot of people began to worship the building, began to worship the pastor, just like they love to holler, you better not take God's anointing. Listen, every one of you is born of God. You is God's anointing. It's not just one person is anointed. I'm sorry. No, ma'am. No, sir. Every one of you that have truly repented of your sin and made Christ Lord of your life, and you're living according to the word of God, you is his anointing. But, of course, preachers would say that to keep you straight, uh, to keep you not looking at their sins or not looking at the. Here's the only thing I'm trying to say is this, that we have to obey God rather than man. See, if we have to obey God rather than man, it's so easy to fall in having a form of godliness, but denying denying the power thereof. Why? You fall in that entrapment to say, well, you know, I love God. And, and, and you know, one thing about the sinner man on the corner, the one that's drinking or smoking or just hanging out, he got enough respect that he would honor God. He, I don't play with God now. No, no. Some of them used to say that. They don't play with God. And you know why they're saying that? Because they had the fear of the Lord in them. Now, for those of you, some reason or another, the church Take the fear of God out of you. Yes, the church take the fear of God out. And still are we fearing God, we don't fear him. And we don't look at the mere fact that he loves us and he uh, is trying to get us to be obedient to his word. That he really is. He's trying to get you to be obedient because he has something that he has chosen you for. And you're not an accident. You're not something purpose just happened. No, ma'am. No, sir. You was chosen. And you was chosen to do that which God would have you to do. But it's so easy to get away from the plan and, and what God's saying. You ought to obey God. If we would rather obey 
God than man, the problem wouldn't be. No, ma'am, the problem would be totally different. But the truth of the matter is that it's so easy for us to follow the trend. We're just doing what everybody else is doing. We can't do that. You have to be that person that God called. You have to be that person that God set aside for you to do that which God would have for you to do. It is no accident you're different. You don't want what that other person wants. A lot of times we fall in that entrapment because that person got something. Oh, I I, I would want a, a car, whatever. But truthfully, you don't want, you want to be what God will have for you to be. But we understand that in the, in the, in the time that he said that this, we need to study. Why we need to study? To study, to show yourself approval. Now, I know you're familiar with the scripture. Uh, uh, it says, for all scripture is given of inspiration of God for profitable and doctrine and reproof and correction for instruction in righteousness. Do you understand that, believers? That's why we have the scriptures. So the scripture is just not in get me a hard scripture, get me a feel-good scripture, and I obey that scripture, and I'll be excited about that scripture, and that be my little scripture. No, no, no. It's a little more than that. It really is. And the reason I'm saying it's a little more than that because I believe in my heart that some of you truly, truly want to be what God called you to be. You really want to be that. But if we are around so many people that is not obeying God. But see, we are, the Bible says you are the salt of the earth and you are the light that's sitting upon the hill. Do a man take a candle and put it under the table? No. He's taking to put it on the shelf so he can see, of course, we got electric lights now. Uh, and all this, but back when the power went out, we had kerosene lamps. So you would light the kerosene lamp so you can see through the house because really you didn't have too much of nothing to see. The only thing you couldn't see that black and white TV, but other than that, it wasn't a whole lot. But now what I'm saying, the Lord is letting us know that you are the light. I tell you what, I'm going to go on break. I'll be back in uh, a couple of minutes. All right? God bless you. Praise the Lord, my friend. Brother Ware will return shortly. I would like to take a minute to invite you to pray for the believers walking in righteousness and minister Brother Ware. We thank you for listening and would be really grateful if you would let a friend know about the broadcast. If you would like to contact Brother Ware for a speaking engagement or any other correspondence, please call 404-293-7557. Again, if you would like to contact Brother Ware for speaking engagements, please call 404-293-7557. Please stay tuned until the end of the message for all contact information. 
We will be taking questions and comments in the second half of the broadcast. For questions and comments, we invite you to call 404-355-8699. That's 404-355-8699. And now, let's welcome back Brother Will. Well, well, we are back. Amen. I do apologize to those of you that are looking at us on Facebook as well as uh, the radio. We're doing two things at one time. Uh, We wasn't able to uh, come today because next week, if the Lord say the same, we're going to Louisiana. And, of course, since the gas is so expensive, it cost me right around 70 bucks to come to Atlanta to come back. I just decided to do it on the phone as well as Facebook, and we'll be able to go to next week, and we'll be there live and in living color, as they said. But if you have any questions, about what I'm saying, you're welcome to dial this number when I go off the broadcast, 404-293-7557. That's 404-293-7557. And the reason uh, uh, you may not get us, if somebody might be on the phone or it might go to the answer machine. Trust me, leave your name and number, and within a 24-hour period, I promise you I'll call you back, all right? Or visit us on website as brotherjamesware.org. Visit our website, many of the sermons and information on the books and whatever else God has blessed us with, all right? Just want to tell you that, and we'll go back to that, uh, hopefully, before we go off, okay? But as we were saying, we need to obey God. And I, I mean, this is serious. We, it, it's amazing how that we allow people to pull you away from the direction that God would have you to go. If somebody disagreeing with what God, here's the problem. You got to recognize a lot of people have a form of godliness. The Bible talks about it in, uh, what is it, Second uh, Timothy. See, just know that in the latter days, peerless times shall come. For men shall be lovers of their own selves. And you know it, you can finish reading it. But at the end of this, it says this, having a form of godliness. Yes, they seem like they are really God-fearing people. But you know they do so so much of other stuff that you know they really ain't of God. You see, and you say, how in the world they can do this? How in the world they can do that? Well, they can do that, and they can do this because they are really not born of God. Now, I told you last week, you got to understand, 
of the 11th chapter of 2 Corinthians talks about Satan himself have ministers transforming themselves as ministers of right, unrighteous. Now listen, if the word is saying one thing and they are saying something else, you're not judging that person. You are not uh, uh, condemning that person. You are only saying, I want to say what the Bible says. I want to proclaim what the Bible is saying. And the reason you want to do that is because of the fact that you believe in God. The, the, the truth of the matter is we have to believe God. And some folks, some folks, you know, just came to me uh, um, like I was saying, uh, in what, Second Thessalonians, Second Thessalonians, and the third, uh, the third chapter, I should have had a more. Well, I didn't know I was going to do Second Thessalonians, the third uh, chapter, and that sixth verse. says, concerning you, brethren, in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ, that ye will draw yourself from every brother, meaning sisters as well, from every brother or it could be a sister that walketh disorderly and not after the tradition which ye have received of the word. Now, let me tell you something. A whole lot of us will get caught up in trying to please them, and we forget about the Lord. And, and, and what you mean by brother where? Uh, I can say, bro, that, that's wrong, man. You mean to tell me, uh, I'm just giving something, uh, this person dropped uh, a $10 bill, and you put your foot on it, and you know that person that did it. And instead of you saying, uh, instead of he saying, well, brother, the Lord bless me because I needed the $10 and I needed whatever, whatever. Guess what? Pretty soon you'll say, yeah, the Lord did bless that brother because that other brother was probably, un he was unsaved. He was whatever. I don't know. That's just something I'm throwing in the wind. Not necessarily that point of view. But what happened is people, uh, i give you a, an example. People will say, well, God called us uh, to be an apostle. Okay? When you see that and you See what the scripture said. Scripture says, brothers, uh, pastor, a uh, bishop, okay? Bishop meaning pastor. If any man desires an office of a bishop, he desires a good word. So you said, guess what? That means mankind. No, no, no. If it meant mankind, then how come it said you have to be the husband of one wife, having your children in the subject? But see, we living in a time now, we justify everything. We really do. Everything we want to do, we justify. So if I'm justifying everything I want to do, then nothing really is wrong. That's right. Nothing is really wrong. And you know why it's really not really wrong? 
simply because of the fact that we are in a group that we would rather obey man than to obey God. Listen, some of you, God has really dealt with in some issues. Oh, you might not think it was a little bit uh, uh, this or that. It might have not been significant or seen important to you, but because it wasn't somebody else or something, somebody didn't tell you, it was that little bitty thing that you should have did. You shouldn't obey God in that that person didn't seem like it was important. But I'm telling you that God have dealt with you on the little thing. If it wasn't nothing but reading the Bible, if it wasn't nothing but praying uh, uh, X amount of time, it might have not seen what you thought it might have not seem major, but I'm telling you, it's the little bitty foxes that spoil the vine. It's the little bitty things that we have a tendency of not doing. It ain't the big thing. See, the Bible says you are saved through grace, not of yourself. It is a gift of God, not by works that any man should boast. So I know, I know, I know, I know. We go through this ritual saying, I, I, I repented, I did this, and I did that. Truth of the matter is, you uh, uh, either the preacher calls us up to be saved, and, and I did it, and I came to know what happened was you was drawn. You was drawn by God, the Spirit of God. No man can come unto God except he first be drawn. That scripture, okay, and that's John 15, I believe it is. See, no man, so even if you could uh, do it, nobody is able to do that. And if you aren't able to do that, then why would you uh, feel that you need to obey man? You need to listen to what he said. It might be working for him, but it might not be for you. No, no, it may not be for you. And uh, in John uh, 15, it says, listen at this. And and this is a very important thing, even though, I, again, I want to plan on giving you this scripture. But the Bible says this, ye have not chose me. I don't care if the preacher did come and say, repent do this, give that. Well, in my day, and back in 75, uh, 76, actually, right after new, what we call New Year's come in, it says, uh, ye have not chose me, but I have chose you and ordained you that ye should go forth and bring forth fruit and that your fruit should remain that whatsoever he asks, I will give it. The Bible says, if you abide in me and my word abide in you, then you can ask what you will. I know people to ask. I heard, I had a testimony 
from someone today. A testimony said, you already had a miracle before they even went to the doctor. Now, they had already received the miracle. Even the doctor recognized that. So guess what? The Bible said if we ask in his name, he will do it. You know why he'll do it? But we got to walk in the spirit, believers. We got to. See, now, a lot of times we don't want to walk in the spirit of God. We want to walk in the, the knowledge of people saying they love God and saying we love God. So we want to show them, yes, but the Bible teaches us this, that if we walk in the spirit, we will not fulfill the lust of the flesh. Why? Because the flesh lusted us. If you want eternal life, if you're seeking to have eternal life. See, I don't teach different from uh, what the Bible says. If you don't, you're going to burn in hell forever and ever. And if you, gonna, you ain't getting eternal life but one way. And that is to accept Lord as your personal Savior. I'm sorry. And he becoming Lord of your life. And you want to know, is he Lord of your life? Here it is. Say, but if you... Uh, the fruit of the Spirit is love. If you ain't got no love in your heart for people, man, it's sad. Sad. Something, so many people saying they love God and they, they call themselves a believer, call themselves a Christian, or whatever they want to call themselves, saint, I don't know, and don't have no love, don't have joy, don't have peace. They're not alone suffering. They are not gentle. They uh, bite your head off, so to speak, in a form. Uh, they are uh, goodness, faith, meekness, temperance. Against such, there is no law. What law? The law of sin and death. Because, see, if you deal with up above that, when you talk about the 19th uh, uh, verse, it says the works of the flesh is manifested of these. Now, that, that is not, he said, and, and I told you once and I told you in time past, they which do such things shall not inherit the kingdom of God. And I know that we want to be, uh, because the preacher said, well, the preacher is doing it and, and, and the deacon doing it and, and the mother's doing it and the, and the elders doing it, and I don't care who's doing it. The Bible says, ain't nobody went to Hades, uh, uh, to the lake, and came back and told us, oh, now we got people done, did stuff in their mind. Everybody got a personal testimony. You know, God dealt with everybody in certain things. But the truth of the matter is, no, ma'am, no, sir. You not you don't have a personal testimony. I mean, you don't have a testimony that would say you ain't got to do this and you ain't. But Mary Jane got to do this, but you don't have to do that. Listen, what I'm trying to get you to understand today: you need to obey God. You need to listen to the Word of God. You see, we can all talk about Peter. James and John and all the disciples in the scripture, 
that's good. But what about you doing the simplicity of things? We're not talking about the major things. We're talking about the simple things. So many of the saints of God is not worshiping in, in the simple things. And see, when we are not worshiping in the simple things, you know what we find ourselves doing? Taking on the nature of a, a different denomination. Oh, yeah. We'll take on the nature of a Baptist. We'll take on the, uh, the natural nature of the Pentecostal. So you know what? If they are not doing what we're doing, then they ain't saved. Wait a minute. How can you say that? How can you tell this person, well, they in sin, well, maybe God's going to deal with them down the road. The, the possibility that God will deal with them. But what you have to do is make sure you're obedient to God. It is so, so, so important. No, no, no. Don't don't look at Mary Sue, Sambo, or whoever. It's what you, it's better to obey God. When you obey God, you know what? Then that's when the transformation can come. That's when the Bible can let us know serving God is not going to a particular building. Don't get me wrong. I'm not telling people you don't need to go to a building. I wouldn't dare say that because the Bible says, forsake not to simmer yourselves together. Okay? And most of you will not uh, assemble yourselves together except you go into a, a building. So I'm not knocking the building. What I am knocking is that you're going to the building believing that that's when you worship God. You don't worship God in the building. I read that earlier. Jesus said you should worship him in spirit and in truth. What is truth? Is word. So if I got the word, then that's what I should be doing. I should be saying I want to obey the word. Do you know how privileged you are? See, you got to understand that the Bible have already said, because somebody did this or did that, listen, but the Bible said, be not conformed to this world. Don't even try to deal with the world, this situation. I know we, we have a tendency of leaning that way. I know we all do. Certain things on TV you cannot watch. You as a saint of God, you say, oh, brother, well, I know that's TV. That's just, that, that. no, it will mess up your prayer life. I promise you it will mess up your prayer life. You say, well, I can. You might not can, but I can. I can watch it myself. Okay, well, go ahead on and watch whatever you want to watch. But I promise you, when you get down and you really need to grab hope to God, that stuff that you was watching on TV will be rolling across your mind. We'll be in the position that you can't even obey, just have a conversation. And 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 um, my honey to be said, you know, she made a good point. She says that here's what people don't understand, uh, brother, that when you begin to put 
stuff in your spirit. It's hard to get rid of that stuff. It's hard. It will cause you to rejoice at sin. Come on now. And, and that makes sense to me. Listen, how many times I just use something old? How many times? Well, some of you ain't that old. But anyway, how many times we done last at Flip Wilson? Uh, I don't own nothing. Uh, Tyler Perry playing Madea. How many times we done laughed at that? And then we turn to Deuteronomy, and the Bible says it's abomination to wear that which pertaining to a, for a man to put on that which pertaining to a woman. Then we say, but guess what? Brother, well, we know that is planned. Well, guess what? Here's what happened. The devil will have that in your mind. So when you see somebody on the screen like that, you will laugh at them, call them stupid, and still are having prayer for them, and still are saying, Lord, that person needs to be delivered. And maybe God could use you to deliver the person. Maybe you could be that individual that God is using so that person can be delivered. But that's just one thing. It, it could be numerous of things. It could be homosexuality just about any popular show now. Any popular show. Uh, I haven't seen it, but they, I saw the appetite. Okay, and the appetite is they're glorifying homosexuality. They're glorifying uh, shacking, staying with them. They're glorifying doing these things are contrary to the will of God. Why? They're trying to make your heart uh, accept that. And if the devil can make it seem, oh, remember Martin with uh, Shanae, I think that was the thing. Uh, it was very funny. So what it was doing, it was making you accept these things. The devil is smart, just like he do children in school and get children, saying, be not, listen, the Bible tell us that we can't allow the world to conform us. 12th chapter, 2nd verse, be not conformed to this world but be ye transformed by the renewing of your mind, that ye may prove what is good and acceptable, perfect will of God. Let me, let me ask you this. Why all of a sudden we're coming up with all these titles? We, nobody never, and you don't find them in the Bible. You don't find this things that we are doing in the Bible, but we are trying to exalt ourselves above what Christ. Do you know that's what happened to Satan? Satan said, I will exalt myself. I will do this. I will do that. Now, if God told them to do that, then guess what? Until they can show me in the scripture, then I can't I can't recognize. I'm not saying what they heard. Now, they could have heard because people have heard the devil say some things, and they thought it was God. They really did think. Now, hey, I heard some things, and I thought it was God. Let's be real. And if God had to intervene, 
okay? If he hadn't intervened, guess what? I would have been messed up. I would have been messed up. But because I was praying, and I really, really think that I was hearing from God. That's why we need to go in the scripture. That's why we need to see what the Bible says. When you hear from God, you can line it up with the scripture. You can do this. You can do that. But when it ain't lining up with the scripture, and we say it, we can say about God all we want to, and it is not. I'm sorry. I know that some of you is believing that this is right, that is right. No, no, no. We don't understand. The lady was saying to me today, this day, she said, uh, Brother, where did you have a good Easter? I said, no, but I'll celebrate Passover. She said, what's that? And I said, well, uh, have you ever read about uh, Easter in the Bible? Yeah. I said, well, what did you read? She said, that's Easter is when Christ rose. I said, really? I said, can you tell me where you found that at? She said, no, I don't know the Bible that good. But I'm sure, I thought you was a preacher. Shouldn't you know where it's at? I said, yes, ma'am, I know where he rose, but I, I ain't never read where they call it Easter. I said, in the later Bible, it was translated Passover from one time in the entire Bible. And that's just only in the modern Bible. She said, oh, really? So what is Passover? And I said, well, Passover is when, the, let me just say it short, when Christ, well, first of all, when the, the, the children of Israel was led out of Egypt and they put the blood over the doorpost. And I say, then uh, when Christ was being crucified, Christ was our blood sacrifice. He shedded his blood for us. So the day before Passover, the day that he had to be, he had to go on Passover to be our blood sacrifice. I say so. Therefore, a few hours before he died and shedded his blood, and I say he rose three days later. Not rose Sunday morning, but he rose three days later. And she said, well, what do you do then? She said, and I said, well, what we did, we are uh, in turn uh, take communion and then have feet washing. But anyway, she said, oh, we do that. We just don't have feet washing. So we did both of them. We celebrate Easter and celebrate Passover. I'm saying that to say the enemy have really did us in. We put worldly things with godly things and think nothing about it. But believers, we got to do it God's way. Father, we thank you. Father, we praise you. Father, we honor you and all that you're doing. God, we ask you to bless us that we may go forth and do and be that which you would have us to be. Deal with the heart of those that need to surrender their life to you and give all in all to follow you. In Jesus' name I pray. Amen and amen. Listen, uh, you're welcome to get in touch with me. As I say, 404-293-7557. You can leave your uh, name and telephone number. I'll be more than happy to return the call. 
within a 24-hour period. If you call or you can't get in touch with me, you're welcome to visit our website right there on uh, brotherjamesware.org. We would love to see you. Again, I apologize for not being in Atlanta this week, but next week, the Lord say the same. We will be there in Atlanta and at the station. Brother Ware is saying, as I always say, you don't have the problems you think you have. All you need is more faith in my Lord and Savior, Jesus the Christ. God bless you. Praise the Lord. I pray that the message that you just heard was an eye-opener and a blessing to you. If you would like to hear this message and many of our other messages, please log on to our website, brotherjamesware.org. That's brotherjamesware.org. Now, if you have a desire to contact Brother Ware for special prayer or just to be a blessing to our program, you may write a letter to P.O. Box 232, Easley, South Carolina. 29641. That's Brother James Ware, P.O. Box 232, Easley, E A S L E Y, South Carolina 29641. Please include the station that you heard him on. And remember, we are praying that you grow to higher heights and a deeper depth in the Lord. Remember, Ephesians 118. May the Lord bless you. It's too important to give up for real.